Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The GX on Agriculture podcast is brought to you by Future Ford in Melville. Future Ford is your automotive expert. From sales to service, they're the ones you can trust to get rolling again sooner. GX on Agriculture with Doug Falconer. Good afternoon and welcome to GX on Agriculture. Coming up on today's program, producers across Saskatchewan continue to make tremendous progress with their seeding operations. The latest crop report is out and we'll hear from Saskatchewan Agriculture's Matt Struthers. And of course, week four of the spring edition of GX94 Supper in the Field took us to the Calvin Sopel Farm northeast of Ituna last night. We'll hear from Calvin on today's program. All of those stories and much more coming up on today's edition of GX on Agriculture. But first, it's time for the Agriculture Outlook with Precision Weather. And that's a presentation of Milligan Bio. Milligan Bio now offers bio meal for your livestock, giving your animals more protein, more energy, and more of what they need. It's also brought to you by Sean Prahitka your REMAX Blue Chip Ag Division Specialist. Beef and Forage Report. Chicago Mercantile Exchange cattle contracts were firm yesterday, rising on a round of technical buying. After the close, the U.S. Agriculture Department said frozen U.S. beef stocks as of April 30th stood at 447.984 million pounds, down from 532.166 million a year earlier. And that's the Beef and Forage Report. It's time now for the AgReview portion of our program, and that's a presentation of New Era Ag Technologies in Swan River. GX94 AgReview. Canadian canola ending stocks in both the current marketing year and upcoming 2023-24 season will be tighter than earlier estimates. That's according to supply and demand projections from Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada. Factoring in Statistics Canada's latest acreage estimates and its data for stocks as of March 31st, figures both released in the past month, Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada now forecasts canola ending stocks of 650,000 metric tons for 2022-23 and only 650,000 for 2023-24. That compares with the April forecasts of 1 million and 1.05 million metric tons respectively. For wheat, ending stocks for 2022-23 were lowered to 3.98 million metric tons from an estimated 4.3 million in April. However, new crop wheat ending stocks were bumped up by 100,000 metric tons on the month to 5.8 million metric tons. While dry conditions persist across the prairies, the current situation for pulses is not as bad as during the two previous springs. That's according to Pulse Canada's Director of Market Access and Trade Policy. 
Mac Ross says dryness is largely evident across western Canada and many crops are still below their five-year averages for planting progress. However, conditions this year are still better than the wet, cool ones in 2022 and those fueled by drought in 2021. He says recent rains in northern Alberta have not only helped alleviate ongoing wildfires in the area, but have also reduced potential damage to the region's pulse crops. Lentils and dry peas, the two largest crops under Pulse Canada's umbrella, are expected to see small shifts in production for 2023-24 at 2.4 million and 3.25 million metric tons respectively, according to Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada's May principal field crop estimates. New crop canola prices on ice futures seem to be destined to remain well below $700 per metric ton. That's according to analyst Errol Anderson of ProMarket Communications in Calgary. He says the chances of canola pushing higher requires fresh bullish news. Otherwise, Anderson says the November contract could fall back to as low as $620 per metric ton, although the current support level is at $650. He says technically we are oversold, adding that the new Cold War between the United States and China isn't helping any of the markets. China has been cutting its soy meal purchases, switching to feed wheat as it's cheaper. Anderson says, in turn, that's seen soy meal prices on the Chicago Board of Trade take a hard hit. The United States is working on a bird flu vaccination scenario, focusing on turkeys in the few states that gather the largest number of turkey farms. Its chief veterinary officer says it's a move that would best meet a benefit-cost strategy. However, no decision to vaccinate has yet been made. The severity of the current outbreak of bird flu has led some governments to reconsider vaccinating poultry, but others, such as the United States, have remained reluctant, citing trade curbs this would entail. Regionalization and compartmentalization per farms or species are allowed under World Organization of Animal Health rules and often reduce the risk of having countrywide trade barriers. The British Columbia government is offering $2.5 million in grants to help farmers prepare for extreme weather. The Extreme Weather Preparedness for Agriculture program helps farms prepare for future climate events such as wildfires, flooding and heat waves. Grants of up to $35,000 are available for projects including exterior sprinklers, flood-resistant equipment or indoor cooling systems. Applications are open until June 14th. And be sure to listen to the latest GX on Agriculture podcast. It's brought to you by Future Ford in Melville. And it's time now to head back out once again to Evan Montgomery. Thanks, Doug. Assiniboia Spring Fever Lotto, the 28th annual, and this is a big one. Grand prize, $150,000, or your pick from the recreation vehicle and farm packages, including airplanes, tractors, uh, side-by-sides, Arcticat snowmobiles. They got the, the GMC Sierra with the golf cart and the trailer. You go, is that what I need? Well, if you aren't sure, take the cash, $150,000. Now, here's some great deals on the tickets themselves. Of course, you can get one for 100 three for 250 even better deal, six for 400 and make sure to ask about the 
Mega Pack. This, for $500, you get your six tickets. So look at that. There's one ticket for free, plus 20 50-50 tickets uh, for $500. So go in uh, with your coffee road buddies. Uh, get in that group chat. Uh, get that in. Because the draws, they're being made Sunday, one triple eight by farm. one 289 Spring Fever Lotto deadline fast approaching. Now, Tanya Cherry. Thank you, Evan. In Melville today, where you have 20 minutes left to come on to the... Uh Future Ford has been serving the Melville area for over 30 years. They focus on the future. Their staff are ready for what's to come. Ford Tech is changing all the time with new vehicle technology like EV, self-driving, and more. Get ready to drive into the future. Why? Because the future is Future Ford. Welcome back to GX on Agriculture. I'm Doug Falconer. It's partly sunny and 24 degrees in the Yorkton-Melville region. I'll have your complete weather details coming up at the top of the hour. It's time now for the livestock market conditions, and they're a presentation of Heartland Livestock in Yorkton. Livestock market conditions. U.S. live cattle futures for June closed at 167.30 today. That's up 120. August live cattle closed at 164.77 up 65. August feeder cattle closed at 234.70, up 17. September feeder cattle closed at 238.07, up 45. June lean hogs closed at 77.65, down 215. July lean hogs closed at 77.25, down 357. And that's the livestock market conditions. Now it's time for the Heartland Livestock Report from Yorkton. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for the week of May the 24th. Just a light run this week. 200 feeder cattle, 250 cows and bulls, a total of 450 for the week. Cows and bulls selling 3 to 5 stronger. D1, D2 cows, 142 to 152. Sales to 160, 161. D3 cows, 132 to 142. Cows with lumps and bumps, old thing, weak cows. 55 to 85. Cows are averaging 145. From the Wadena area, 1,700-pound cows topped out at 163. Good bulls, 144 to 154. Bulls are averaging 156. From the Minnetonka... Commodities Update. Canola futures closed down across the board today. July canola closed at 686.20, down $11.90. November canola closed at $655 per metric ton, down $5.60. July Minneapolis wheat closed at $805.5, up $0.06.5. Cents. July Kansas City wheat closed at $818 per bushel, up 5 and 3 quarters of a cent. July Chicago wheat closed at $604 and a quarter, down 2 cents. July corn closed at 590 and three quarters, up three and a half cents. July soybeans closed at 1324 per bushel, down a half a cent. July oats closed at 336 per bushel, up six and a quarter cents. And that's the commodities update. Producers across Saskatchewan continue to make tremendous progress with their seeding operations. 
Saskatchewan Agriculture's Matt Struthers has the latest. They had some uh, warmer days with some wind that dried out a lot of that soil, so they were able to get out there in, in some of the fields that uh, they previously hadn't been. So uh, for the province, we're sitting at 68% of the crop now in the ground, and, and that's just behind the five-year average of 76%. So, uh, you know, still chugging away at it and, and uh, chipping chipping away. And, 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 you know, in the next couple of weeks, they, we should all be wrapped up. Uh, the, the east, central, and, and southeast certainly are... are um, the furthest behind, and that's just due to those excessively wet fields uh, early on in the season. He breaks down the seeding progress region by region. The Northwest has uh, almost done their seeding operations with uh, 84% of their crop now in the ground, uh, followed by the West Central with 81, the Northeast with 76, the Southwest with 73, uh, the East Central with 58, and then Southeast with 51%. Struthers says there wasn't much precipitation reported over the past week. Uh, there wasn't much rain. There was some scattered scattered rainfall across the west central and, and northwest. Um, you know, nothing nothing that accounted for uh, you know any serious problems when it comes to to, to moisture in the field. You know, some areas uh, you know like Rosetown, Livelong uh, received about 21 mils, and and that's a good you know a good a good shot of rain, but it's certainly so dry there that uh, it soaked it up pretty quick. So, uh, you know, and the rest of the province got anywhere between you know, one to eight mils, and, and, you know, that doesn't go very far. He says that leaves poor soil moisture conditions in many parts of the province. Certainly, and, you know, after a warm, uh, windy week, uh, you know, even even though it uh, was kind of smoggy and, and smoky, it, it certainly was still quite warm. So topsoil moisture uh, has fallen a little bit, and, and for cropland, it's rated as 2% surplus, 63% adequate, 29% short, and 6% very short. Uh, and hay and pasture is looking a little worse for wear, and sitting at uh, 59% adequate, 31% short, and 10% very short. So uh, in those drier, the driest regions that we're seeing are the northwest, west central, and southwest. So hopefully those uh, those uh, those regions get a rain soon, you know, a good soaking rain, uh, especially since so much of the crop is in the ground. Struthers says most pastures aren't ready for cattle just yet. Yeah, we, we've seen, uh, you know, pasture conditions improved um, over the last couple of years. Uh, if, we, if we look at 21 especially, um, uh, you know, especially for the southern half of the province, uh, we are seeing, uh, you know, worse uh, pasture conditions in the west central and northwest just due to how dry it is. So uh, we have seen some cattle producers hold their cattle back, just hoping for that rainfall to occur uh, and get that grass growing before they kick their uh, cow-calf pairs out there. So um, yeah, hopefully those rains come soon and those, uh, those livestock producers don't have to worry about their cattle uh, much longer. He notes there's been some crop emergence already. Uh, they have, and, and early seeded crops um, in many parts of the province look very good. Uh, for the time of year and and just the conditions that they're growing in uh, parts of the northwest and west central uh, we are getting re- reports back that uh, you know hilltop areas you know where that you know that soil is a little bit lighter and and uh, and not holding as as much moisture uh, the crop is looking a little bit thin and and struggling a little bit uh, but overall for the province things look very good uh, and uh, crop development sitting around 70 percent for for spring cereals oil seeds and pulses so that's that's another you know very good positive and hopefully we get those rains to keep that uh, development going along nicely. Struthers says there were some reports of crop damage over the past week. Uh, only minor reports. Um, you know, obviously there's a little bit of flooding down there in the southeast, um, just due to some of the excess moisture and, and uh, some producers are 
are, are struggling through that. And then there's a light frost, uh, light, light frost across much of the south and, and up into the central regions. Um, but producers report back that it, it was very minor uh, and most of the crop that was affected is uh, alfalfa haystands. So uh, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing to worry about as of yet. Uh, and then finally, uh, flea beetles. Uh, they're, you know, with that warm weather we had in the last couple of weeks, uh, they've been popping up and they're looking for something to eat. And, and uh, producers are going to be very cautious and vigilant over their uh, young canola stands. So uh, they'll, you know, they'll be out there uh, applying anything that they might, uh, might have to in, in ways of control. And he reminds everyone to be careful due to the fire hazard. Certainly, yeah. You know, even even after a you know a couple of days, maybe of cooler weather and and a light rain here or there, the the fire risk is still very very high. So, uh, yeah, a reminder to all producers to to be very careful and also the public to be careful uh, when you're out and about and, and let's keep those fires uh, away from the province and and uh, keep everybody safe. Matt Struthers is a crops extension specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture in Moose Jaw. Welcome back to GX on Agriculture. I'm Doug Falconer. Week four of the spring edition of GX 94 Supper in the Field took us to the Calvin Sopel Farm northeast of Ituna last night. After supper I spoke to Calvin about his farming background. Uh, I guess I've been farming since I was about uh, 18 so basically all my life. Went to UFS, took a diploma in agriculture and then came back to the farm. And were you farming with your dad then? Yes, it was. My dad and actually my grandpa was involved too. So tell me a little bit about your operation now. How much land do you farm? Uh, we crop about uh, 11,000 acres, uh, seed uh, peas, uh, spring wheat, winter wheat, barley, and canola. And how is seeding going so far this spring? Uh, it's a lot better than last year. Uh, we were just talking this morning and last year we had started in this day and we're at about 65% done this year. And how's soil moisture out here? Uh, soil moisture is okay. We have some fields that we had done some tillage on. It's kind of borderline for germination, but for the most part, we're okay. But I wouldn't say no to our rain, that's for sure. So 11,000 acres, you must have uh, quite a few people working for you here. Uh, yeah, we've got a uh, few full-time people and lots of seasonal for spring and harvest. But uh, yeah, we keep busy. Do you have any cattle at all? Uh, no livestock at all, no. And uh, so when you're done at the end of the year, where do you end up hauling your crops to sell? Uh, I guess uh, kind of goes all over the place depending on the year, but uh, most of our canola comes to uh, Yorkton to the crushers and uh, a lot of our wheat and stuff goes to Yorkton as well. Some peas and stuff go various places depending on how, how markets are. So how was last year for you? Were you a little better from the drought of 2021? Uh, yeah, last year was actually a really good year. Yields were good, prices were good. Yeah, I would take years like that uh, over and over again. And uh, as for supper in the field, did you enter or who entered you, do you know? <laughs> uh, actually, it was uh, my wife that had uh, called in. Because we usually, uh, yeah, my dad enters and my wife enters and I enter. And uh, I think my dad won maybe 15 years ago. And uh, I guess this time it was me. And so what did you think when I gave you a call to tell you you'd won? Yeah, I was pretty surprised. So I, um, yeah, it's it's good, nice little break and supper was good and I uh, really appreciate it. And how about all the prizes that went with it? Yeah, what farmer doesn't like uh, a few new hats. So it's, uh, yeah, the prizes were very good. Uh, anything else you wanted to add? Uh, yeah, just um, thanks uh, GX and all the sponsors for putting this on. I think it's a... Uh, 
a good event, and maybe I'll win again some year. That's Calvin Sopel from the Ituna District. Our sponsors for GX94 Supper in the Field are Milligan Bio, Farm Credit Canada, Gowan Canada, Sask Milk, Jump.ca, LDC, Smith Steel, Minute Muffler and Brake, Yorkton Auction Centre, Maple Ag and Outdoor, the Saskatchewan Institute of Agrologists, the Chalet Restaurant, and Razor Cellar at the Yorkton Hotel. It's time now for the GX94 Precision Weather Forecast. For the Quill Lakes, Hudson Bay, Swan River, Broadview, Mooseman, Indian Head, and Yorkton, Melville, Roblin, Russell regions today. Partly sunny, with a 50% chance of isolated late-day showers and thunderstorms. Winds south-southwest at 25 to 40, then diminishing, a high of 28 degrees. For tonight, an 80% chance of showers or thunderstorms with the risk of heavy rain. Winds southwest at 10 to 20 and a low of 14. For tomorrow, a 70% chance of occasional showers. Winds southwest at 10 to 20, a high of 24, an evening low of 14. For Saturday, a 70% chance of spotty showers and drizzle. Winds northeast at 15 to 30 a high of 21. For Sunday, mainly cloudy with a 40% chance of spotty showers, a high of 23, and Monday, partly to mainly sunny, a high of 25. In the Paw, it's 14 degrees. Swan River and Roblin are at 26. Dauphin and Brandon, 30. Show Lake Russell, 28. Regina is at 22 degrees. Saskatoon, 13, Hudson Bay 21, Broadview Mooseman, Indian Head 25, Winyard Wadena Kelvington 16. The Yorkton Melville region has a partly sunny sky, a south wind at 24, gusting to 42 kilometers an hour. 52% is the relative humidity. The temperature is 24 degrees. That's your agriculture weather, and that'll do it for GX on Agriculture for today. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow at 12.15 Saskatchewan time for another edition of the program. It's time now for the news and sports headlines. The GX on Agriculture podcast has been brought to you by Future Ford in Melville. Future Ford is your automotive expert. From sales to service, they're the ones you can trust to get rolling again sooner.